Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. I'm your host, John Henson. And this week, we're going to finish up the two-part series uh, that we started last week, uh, just about vendor management and just how to get the most out of it. Uh, This week, like I promised, we're going to talk about just, you know, common issues or, you know, really big pitfalls uh, that we have seen in vendor relationships. And and I'll, I'll be speaking from personal experience here, you know, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you guys, this might come as a shock to you because I know we're just super awesome, but we've had clients get upset with us before uh, we've made mistakes, you know, and, and that's, that it just happens, you know, you're not going to be perfect hundred percent of the time. Um, you know, in, in some cases, maybe the client just had the wrong expectations um, or maybe they just weren't satisfied with the results that they felt they should be getting. And, and we weren't able to, to repair that. Maybe in some instances we truly screwed up and, you know, just weren't given the opportunity to fix it or, you know, just depending on how different people are wired, it's just, you know, damaged beyond repair and it's best to go your separate ways. It happens, right? You've had that happen in your firm for sure. Whether it's someone who wanted a very specific outcome in their case and they didn't get it and they blamed you for it and just didn't give you a chance to either hear you out and explain, you know, let you explain why it had to, you know, why things turned out that way or whatever, or maybe your team or you legitimately screwed up an element of their case and, and it hurt them in the long run and they dragged you through the mud and didn't give you a chance to make it right. It happens. It's going to happen when you provide services like that. It's going to happen. And, and, you know, the best thing you can do is learn from it make sure there aren't any, holes or gaps in your processes that would allow for something like that to happen again. And you move on, you learn from it and move on. And, um, you know, we, we've had that happen with us and, you know, we're not going to be perfect, but, you know, I, I, we do try to make things right. If it does happen, one of the big things that we've seen that, that tends to cause issues is around communication. And, 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 you know, I, I said last week, you know, it was all about setting expectations and that was generally setting expectations up front. But when you start a vendor relationship, it's not set it and forget it, whether it's marketing, like I said, bookkeeping, your receptionist service, whatever the case is, it's not set it and forget it. Like there's still ongoing communication that needs to take place. And if you don't do that, then inevitably issues are going to come up. You know, um, I know for us, we try our best to keep a pulse on what our clients are doing, what is important to them in that moment, which helps us generate the content for them. Now, we know how busy lawyers can get. And in general, if our lawyer clients get super busy, that's typically a good sign that, you know, the marketing is working and it's sending a bunch of referrals their way and that they're, you know, they've got a lot of work on their plate, but where issues may arise is that if we're unable to get in touch and we're unable to have ongoing dialogue and communication, it's possible that the content that we create could ultimately deviate from something that they're not focusing on. Um, You know, for example, maybe you're in estate planning 
and you want to focus on trusts and we'll create content all about trusts. But then if we don't hear from you after six months or a year, whatever the case may be, and you know, whether we continue to do trusts or maybe we try to tackle another element of your practice, you know, we won't know whether or not that's what you want or whether that's what your focus is or anything like that. And oftentimes, I won't say often, but I've seen it happen where a client will get upset that we're not providing the thing that they wanted, even though we've tried to communicate and and tried to get up with you. And and again, like I said, um, we know how busy lawyers can get. We know your schedule can change on a dime, especially if you're if you do a lot of court appearances and stuff like that. We get it. The thing that we ask for that makes our lives easier, but also makes your life easier and, and reduces the frustration and the dissonance is just keep that open door of communication, you know, and, and and just make time for your vendors in the same way that you would make time for an employee. You know, you're not gonna hire someone and then just cut them loose, you know, cut them loose and let them run wild around the office. Like, no, you're going to have a pulse on what they're doing and, and, you know, making sure that, that they're still doing the things that they need to do. The same goes for a vendor relationship. You know, one thing that you definitely don't want to do, but I've shockingly enough seen it happen a bunch of times is that, you know, maybe there's an issue and then you just choose to not communicate at all which is just a weird behavior in my opinion. And, and, you know, maybe it's one of those sorts of things about a lawyer's, you know, wiring that I don't understand, but yeah, man, I mean, if you've got an issue with something or you're not happy with something, choosing to ignore it or not communicate it, isn't going to make it better. It's not going to make it go away. And so, you know, especially if, you know, your vendors are trying to get in touch with you, ignoring them or failing to respond to them is not a form of communication. And, you know, kind of, you know, like I said last week, uh, you know, we, you know, our reputations are on the line too, you know, your success is our success and, and it's what's going to help us continue to grow and, and be able to provide meaningful and quality livings for, for the people that we employ. And so, you know, we, we would try to do everything on our end to communicate, but it, it's, it's reciprocal. It's, it's an, it's a two-way street, you know, and, and, you know, making time to communicate and, and not treating it like a set it and forget it sort of thing is what's going to help ensure continued, consistent, long lasting results. You know, some of our best clients are the ones that we are able to communicate with on a regular basis. You know, and it's the clients that understand that that communication is important. And like, yeah, they may get busy, but it's letting us know like, hey, something's come up. I need to reschedule. It's not just blowing off a phone call and not showing up for it. And so, you know, it's it's also I understand like it's also part of growth, you know, a- as you grow and you delegate and create capacity for yourself, it also necessitates, um, you know, creating new processes and systems for management and and keeping a pulse on things. And so there's a little bit of a, of a, you know, awkward period there where you're growing and you're trying to figure out how the new processes and systems are going to work. And that's totally understandable. Um, 
but it's it's vital that you keep pushing forward and you keep addressing it and 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 you ultimately land on something that works and so you know from my side of things that's kind of the biggest issue um i would absolutely love to hear what you guys think um you know i know uh ironically there are a lot of other vendors that listen to this show uh you know i i heard from several of them uh after the seo backlinking episode uh a few weeks ago as they have decided to start cutting the grass right outside my window hopefully it's not too much of a distraction here but we're about to wrap up um but yes i would i would love to hear from you know whether you're a vendor or a lawyer um, what's, what issues that you've seen with your vendor relationships and, and what your frustrations are, or alternatively on a more positive note, what you do that works and you feel like that works. I would love to hear that from everybody. Um, and, and just, uh, see what the climate is out there. You know, I, I you know, I can kind of surmise based on what our experiences are, what I hear from, uh, other lawyers and clients or vendors in passing, but would love to hear what the rest of you out there think. So shoot me an email, John, J-O-H-N at spotlightbranding.com and let me know what you think. Um, you know, what are some of your frustrations that you have with vendors or what have you done really well with your vendor relationships that seems to work? I would really love to hear it. Uh, and, and I really do enjoy getting the feedback, uh, from all of you out there every week. So that's going to do it for us this week, next week, I'm going to get back into, uh, some, you know, more common standard marketing concepts that we like to talk about here. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.